Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Brendan with Evoke Bike. We are back with part two with Carl Patrick. Hope you enjoyed the first part as much as I did. The second part is just as good as he gets into some more of the details of his training and racing. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, we would greatly appreciate if you leave us a review. 38 of you have, and I sincerely appreciate you taking the 7 to 20 seconds to validate us a little bit. So other cyclists know that we have some worthy content for them to spend 5 minutes listening to or a 30-minute podcast interview like this one. Let somebody know what we're doing. If you have any ideas that you want us to cover, email me, brendan at evoke.bike, and hope you enjoy this podcast. See ya. Let's say, considering the colder, colder yeah. weather I had, it was like a good work week. Mm-hmm. For example, during when I have... For example, this week, okay, this uh, this week is a, is an exception exception, but uh, but if I have two hard one day races in the weekend or something like that, the weeks are not that long. Okay. I don't I don't stress too much over with the with the race uh, with the training. Mm-hmm. But to answer your question, twenty four hours it's it's already quite a lot. Yeah. Okay. Which because had- it, it it consists well. Well, it's like three-day block, uh, one easier day, two-day block, and then you have also one other day. But every day has like a, I do a lot of intensity, mm-hmm. so I don't look for for like thirty-hour weeks. I don't see it necessary. I don't. Yeah. I don't see. Is anybody doing 30-hour weeks anymore? Harder, uh, harder weeks are around 20 to 10, 24 okay. hours. Okay. Like a mediocre week with, for example, just the, the most simple situation. For example, two races in the weekend. You have five days normally. Weekend before that, you had one, two races. Monday rest day, let's say four, four training rides, it's 17, 18 hours. Maybe it depends on the race, but a little bit above 20, easier week. I don't stress too much about, I don't check the hours. It comes around, it, it depends. 13 between 13 and 15 maybe 17 it depends okay do you take a rest week like a lower volume week on a specific like every fourth week or does it vary i guess when races are falling or how do you manage yeah that? yeah it's it's only according to racing okay for example after we had um we did the races in uh, in greece so there i came uh, i went home I saw three weeks no racing. Actually, I had to come back even more late, even more later than I than I came back here. So, just uh, try to. I saw the like the goals are more in end of May, like Ronald Tour and also Tour of Estonia because for me big races, UCI races, point two, point one, so really strong races. So. Uh, the last stage in uh, Greece was also point two, so I won the last stage. So I saw I I, I climbed quite quite well. I felt good. 
So I knew this this feeling won't last till the end of May because mm-hmm. Greece was already in the beginning beginning of April. Okay. So pretty much two month difference. So just try to straight away two rest days normal after a, a heavy block of racing. Did some just I have a like with my coach. Sometimes I say, for example, first week. I saw I don't have to do something so specific. So I so I just told him we don't have to communicate. You have a free week, you know. Uh, uh, I'll decide by feeling how I slept. I just go out just one week. I have time ty- uh, two other weeks that I can do really strong, prepare well. So that didn't mean I, I just did one hour every day or nothing at all. One day, four hours just felt sun was shining, just went out, rode four hours, mm-hmm. did some some efforts, I know, by feelings, you know, just just in the head, it popped, I would like to do it, so mm-hmm. I just did it. It was just headwind part, I said, I do, this is, I knew, I knew the length of the road, I'll do three times five minutes with 150, 160 heart rate, so it gives a base of 340 watts, let's say, so it gives you, it's more interesting just to ride the same pace, uh, this hard headwind. So just to make the riding more interesting, you know? Yeah. I think you said something that's a really good point. So you were feeling good about two months before the big races are starting. So you'd like to, Hey, I got to dial this back a little bit. Like I might be coming into form a little too soon. Is that correct? Like, uh, no, because uh, also the Greece was really important for the team. Okay. Because it, it was, uh, we had Bardiani, uh, also pro continentals were, I think Novo Nordisk, Coop, some uh, SEG racing Academy. So the pretty, pretty high, high level. So, so yeah, just, uh, no, just, it was, like I said, I tried to do the best of my knowledge. So this was like, like, yeah, I felt good. Everything went well. I won the stage, uh, that, that I went there for. Mm -hmm. So I saw like, no, it was just an idea. As I said, you, you, you can put things on a paper like that, but just now take a bit more easy because after this race, if you, if you start screwing the crew... Uh, turning the screw. Yeah, turning the screw, you know, one day you're going to pop. Okay, that's what I was... Yeah, because I think, especially myself being an amateur and being... Especially, it's kind of known in the US, like, you know, you start feeling good and it's just more, more, more until it's too much. And then it's like, yeah. ooh, overdid a little bit. And I think hearing someone like you being in tune with yourself of knowing, okay, I hit the goal. Now I need to not keep doing it because I have other goals down the road. Maybe I pull it back for a little bit. Um, it's, you know, we talk too about like training through some races. You can't be at your 100% for every race. And a hard thing with that for, an athlete is, you know, the ego, you want to be able to win everything. And if you want to win the really big ones, you have to be okay, not being a hundred percent at other races. And it seems like you're good with that of even saying like, Hey, this week, this weekend, maybe I'm not at my best, but you have goals that you're working towards. And, uh, it's just really, it's cool to hear you talk about that and bring that up. 
Do you ever think that you had, this is my last training question for you. Do you ever think yeah. that you trained too much or felt like you were maybe doing something incorrectly? Uh, well, it depends. Normally this thought comes to my mind during a race, <laughs> you know, because you start to feel something during the week. For example, I have a race on Saturday. During the week, I thought, oh, this I'm doing for this. Maybe I did too much. Oh, it's, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> so Saturday during the race, you feel by the feeling how the, like, like your, your, your wheels are glued to the ground. You know, you're, you're, you're always one step behind. Yeah. So then you're starting to click the, the dots that like, okay. Last weekend was a race. Uh, for example, you had Saturday, Sunday. And one time I made a mistake, like, okay, now I have an important race next Saturday. But I always do a full rest day after, uh, after the racing. I just like to unplug uh, and straight mm -hmm. towards the rest day. But I did a five-hour ride. Mm -hmm. Just I was thinking, like, oh, I can just, like turn the screw, I can get a bit more better. But the, the race I did in the weekend, I won. You know, I was where I needed to be. Mm -hmm. So, and then the next weekend was just out of the window. So <laughs> normally during the races, why, uh, I start to question why I did that. But always I, I, I discuss it with my, with my coach straight afterwards that I, I felt that this was a mistake. But I'm quite like have a quite quite good coach that I always have an idea of what I want to do. Then I give him my idea. He give, uh, he gives me his idea, and we try to match it in the middle, you know. And since I've started training with him, it it has worked quite well. So I love that. I think that's. And also, also the mental part. For example, he feels like we should do something like that. For but for me, especially the the hardest part is actually I don't care about my muscles or it's just uh, it's just pain. But just the mental part. If you have had something, for example, something personal, a lot of traveling, something like that, and he gives you because it it takes a lot of mental energy. For example. He puts me, one day he puts me, yeah, let's, tomorrow I would, yeah, we haven't done some works in some time, but still I'm mentally, mentally tired. And mm. he puts this three times, eight minutes with the what's I told you, you know, the moment you see this, you know, it, it hurts so much. Yeah. I will, uh, sometimes I, I tell him, no, no, no efforts. I just, if I want to go out, I, I will just, just ride for hours. If I don't feel for it, you know, I come back home. This doesn't mean I don't put in the work, mm -hmm. but sometimes that's just how I feel the life works, you know. I think that's good. I think, you know, and I think athletes appreciate that too when they have a coach that's trying to listen to them as opposed to just giving them workouts. And I think a great email, sometimes I'll send to people just like, hey, how are you feeling? How does, you know, and I, I was talking to a guy yeah. this morning who just said, Hey man, I've, so he's, he's, uh, so what is it? April, uh, May now 
he lives in uh, northern U.S., so it's like just getting into spring. So he's had some training races that I feel like I can cover moves. I can respond to everything. I can attack. I kind of feel like I'm missing some like breakaway power if I get off the front or something. And that's kind of how he how he can win. And so I'm like, dude, this is so valuable because the no matter what program you're using, what what analytics you're looking at, like having that athlete explain to you how they're feeling when they're racing is is what you need. Um, yeah, yeah. so that's, that's really cool. That is, uh, yeah, just a, a testament to the communication. Like, and we try to tell athletes like being own your training, be involved in it. Don't just training peaks is not the Bible. Like the workouts that we set, like you said, sometimes you got to call an audible and for people that are amateurs that are working nine to five, they might have a family that they're taking care of. It's like, Hey, I got five hours of sleep. You got to shift things around a little bit and make it work with your life. So that's really cool. What's do you, you seem pretty like a calm, cool and collected type of guy, but is there anything that makes you anxious or nervous before a race? Uh, especially some of these big races that you're doing. Uh, when I was younger, a lot. Mm. Now it depends. Of course, there's a lot of things in life that make, make me anxious. Maybe it's not even anxious or, or how to say stressed. Mm-hmm. it's maybe it's not even uh something it, it has nothing to do with cycling you know sure just some just life in general mm-hmm. but but in in races they get the if i haven't raced for let's say two or three weeks and i go to a race i start to feel the tickle but it comes down quite quite fast because I know it's like it's the race day. If it if I did some mistakes with the training, I cannot change that anymore. Mm-hmm. So it's the race day. Just take take the race day as it is. You feel good, go go and win it. You know the the pieces will fall to its places. So so just it's just how it works. You know you, if if I if if I if I start a race like. My mind start, starts to t- uh, tick on a on other on another note. You know, it's yeah. I start to if I start to make the right right decisions. It's just it's how it's meant to be. You know, you're in a good mental mental position. Mm-hmm. You're well rested, well trained. You know, every time it ticks in your in the back of your head, like eat, drink. You know, the moment when you start. When, when it's let's say it's not always your your day or you know you start these are the small mistakes you start to do you know you don't rem- remind yourself to eat and drink uh, you don't do it uh, you overstress you know I'm I feel generally I feel really really calm but actually on the on the bike I'm not that kind let's say. It's it's you're just a mean, a, you're a mean bike racer. No, 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 not not exactly mean, but but like if that that fire starts to spark, you know, it's uh, it it just it it goes like the forest fires, you know. It it just like I need to go with everything. I I, I just just do stupid things. I I go to I don't do sensible sensible moves you know mm-hmm. 
that's also when the mistake starts to come. And uh, so, in, in talking about making mistakes, do you have any bad habits that you think make that uh, create mistakes, or on the other side, do you have any good habits that you think help you with your training and racing? Oh. Let's do bad habits first. Bad habits before a race. Yeah, maybe. Uh, yeah. Let's if you have say, any, you might not have any. Yeah. Uh, for example, sometimes I like to walk mm. a lot. Okay. And that's not a good thing to, to do before a uh, uh, 150, 180 <laughs> kilometer race. Uh, you, know, if, uh, you know, you have, you will have some bad legs, you know. Mm. Sometimes it's, uh, it was just a walk. I just, uh, for example, me, six, seven Ks, you, you know, you walk into the center of the city. For example, in Tallinn, it's big city. You, you walk into center, you chill bit around, take a coffee, walk back. It can come around six, seven Ks. Mm -hmm. No, it's, uh, oh, it's nothing. But mm -hmm. you, you, you will ask it again uh, during the race uh, the, day, uh, the day after. Mm -hmm. So this maybe bad habit also before a race, leaving too much things to do a day before a race. Okay. You know, uh, for example, let's say the training bike. You leave that. You know, you have to. For example, spare bike or training bike. You have to. You have to wash it. You know, do that before a race. Too much things to do before a race. You know. Put, uh, sometimes I, yeah, it's it's not it, it's not especially a bad habit, but some things not thought through, you know. Mm -hmm. No, that's fair. But bad habits. I, that's good. No, that, that that's good. What about um, any race routine, like in the the morning of? Uh, are you like pretty like regimented? Like you do the same thing? Or you no, 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 no. This, this part, I like to keep calm. I, I wake up. That's, that's the thing. Uh, normally, I always, I don't know why, but I have like, um, I feel at least I have a low blood sugar in the morning. Mm -hmm. So the thing is, the moment I, uh, I open my eyes, it's like straight dress up downstairs coffee, breakfast. First thing also, if I'm home straight, I'm the, the first thing is uh, I, I eat uh, like a line of chocolate. Mm, okay. Because then, I, then it's like, I'm not the, I don't feel well. I'm living alone, but I don't feel very, I'm not the most pleasant person in the morning. <laughs> Okay. But when I get the line of chocolate, then the fire uh, has has been calmed down, you know. <laughs> so, awesome. so this, then I prepare a cup of coffee, and then I think, well, what to eat? The uh, in hotels normally easier, you know. You have a buffet or something like that. Mm -hmm. So we just just do something carb heavy and. Uh, what do you like? Like oatmeal or muesli, things like that, bread? Yeah, Weetabix, oatmeal, muesli, everything like that. Uh, depends on the day. Uh, when we were in Greece, we had the French toast. Mm. But it's, it's also, it doesn't give you the, I feel, feel it straight away. 
it doesn't give you what what gives to you for example a good bowl of oats you know it's straight because there's some eggs some sugar so you have uh, some heavy fat uh, mm -hmm. too much things combined that you only need the carbs you know some yeah. some proteins some carbs so but it's just just some variety but in general yeah race morning something based on oats yeah so the night before do you carb load at all or are you just focusing on carbs or how do you approach that i always carb load always carb load all the yeah. time yeah i uh, because it's an experience i'm not not how to say Yeah, it's, it's nothing bad, but I've, I've had eating disorders. Okay. Well, something similar like Ted King, uh, no, Ben King explained. Okay. Maybe you've, you've read the article. But it, yeah, it's, it, it's um, and I learned that people think carbs make them fat. Mm. Never. Like, just look a bit the portions and if you can for example cyclists they train so much so much you're in a in a you're always pretty much tired maybe if if you're happy you know maybe you don't seem tired but you're always up because we train a lot we race a lot we travel a lot so this needs also energy mm -hmm. and also for the head so i've studied quite a lot about it uh made some experiments on myself for example i had um let's say three hour just not nothing too special ride some rice after the ride dinner uh, also rice salad uh, chicken something like that some lasagna whatever And the next morning, let's say I have one hour and a third, 30 ride, mm -hmm. one and a half hours, and I eat only omelette. So I don't put in any carbs. Mm -hmm. Straight away, the feeling is not the same. It's, 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 and, and the snowball starts to grow. If I start to make, so for me, just, I don't know why, or because I, I feel I feel good when I when I eat the carbs. I I, I can think. I can I sleep well. Uh, me personally, I would sometimes I prefer to skip the the protein part than than the car, carbs part. And there, I also I don't I don't like look for for grams or something like that. For example, yeah, it's sometimes it's easier if you do a rice, if it's already the, here we have the packets of 125 grams. Okay. So I'll, I'll just do that. I eat that. That's it. I feel it's enough. So, but if it's not by feeling, I pour, put in the, I cook 150, 160 grams. Mm -hmm. It's, uh, it's not a problem. I'll eat that also. It's not, I don't wait, wait away all my food and uh yeah that's awesome no i love carbs too so i love to hear that 
What's uh, I think my last question for you. So you're, you know, trying to keep getting the results, get to the next level mindset. How do you, you know, continually cycling such a hard sport, continually stay positive, motivated, going after your goals. You know, you take a setback, like you said, when you were in your twenties and you were, you know, kind of disappointed at first, but in the long run, it was a good thing. How do you just keep going? Like, is it, it, you know, cyclists take knocks. Do you have any strategy for that? Uh, well, you asked how. Well, sometimes, yeah, I also crack, you know, but it's uh, you start to think things through, but like in in the end of the day, it's it's not a bad life. Mm-hmm. You get you're getting paid for for your hobby, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, you have responsibilities. You you still have to train. Cycling is also hard, you know. If if it the weather doesn't ask you questions, you know. So you still yeah, you have like home trainers and that. Sometimes I like to do that also, but not that much. So you still have you still have to go out, you know, because we also have a. In Estonia, we have a lot of sayings, but who will pay will order the music, we have a saying. Who? So, who will pay yeah. will order the music. What does that mean? It, it means that who is paying you the salary. Oh, you know? okay. It's, it's, uh, yeah, it's, the, it's not like translated yeah, straight yeah, yeah. Back, but it's... Uh, you still have a responsibility in front of them, you know. Yeah. You know, to go out, you know, you you have to do your your best. But how do I? No, yeah, I, mean, I, I think I, I think the easiest way is to say like, like if I if I quit that, it's a lot of work already behind it. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm good at it. I know. I believe I'm good at it, and. Uh, also, yeah, it's uh, my perception is you're good at seeing the big picture. Like you've made comments of, you know, you don't hyper focus on one race. You see the big picture. You'd commented on in training. You know, you have a week, you have the two days off. Hey, I'm going to take a look at the big picture. Like you're good at zooming out and being like, oh, you know what? This actually isn't that bad. I think it's an amazing. You're 24 years old, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's an awesome quality. I try to, oh, oh, of course, I have bad times and, uh, and hard times. And uh, sure. yeah. let's say, for example, I just came back to France. But like, you arrive to the apartment and it's like, oh, I have to do this. I have to do that. You know, I, I do all these things. Yeah, I'm packing my bike, uh, just clean a bit, put the things into its places. And then you sit on the couch. And they're you know, like, it's like dead silence, you know. You have, yeah, and sometimes it's it's like it's it's hard, you know. You're you're alone. You're totally alone. I speak perfect French. I understand pretty much every word. But even if some teammate comes by, like like before, like it doesn't help. You know, you're you're still alone. You know, your friends are still in Estonia or or some uh, some friends uh, who are also racing. You know, they they do do their stuff and uh, and sometimes this 
this this part is 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 one of the hardest. But being away and being isolated. Yeah, later. but 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 my team also understands. Like they always uh, like here they ask questions like, yeah, this guy. I, Every time he go, goes back to Estonia, he comes back, he's so strong. But they are local, they're always home, you know, they can go and see their grandparents, their parents, the, the, the girlfriend or something like that. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm here two months in a row, for sure, in the end of the two months, you know, you're tired. You, the moment you go to the races, you, you, don't, you don't want to be there, you know. It, it, this doesn't matter, you cannot win them, but... but it's not the pleasant thing, you know, and then you get home, you come back, you're fresh, you're, you're ready, ready to, ready to race again, you're, you're loaded. Uh, and then, but, but for them, the first question is, what, what, what's, what's he doing in, there in Estonia? They, they start to put uh, this, uh, all these doping questions or something like that. No way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the, there's a quite, quite a lot of accusations, but, but, uh, that's there just they're just small minded you know yeah. because they, they, they cannot see the part that I'm alone I'm uh, pretty much training alone you know it's hard and when you go home you know sometimes for example one time I was like fighting to get into my race weight now I basically even don't weigh myself anymore. Last time was like one and a half years ago because I, I just visually see if I'm good, if I feel good, it, mm-hmm. it just clicks. But, but I was aiming for a better weight. It just, whatever I did, it didn't come down. Mm-hmm. Went home, had some sauna, uh, some time with friends, some... Let's say a few beers, and even with not a lot of training or something. In th- I think in two days I lost three kilos or something like that. What? Yeah, but it's uh, it's the uh, you're already, but it's the water inside that's that's yeah. you know, by the stress and everything like that. Stress, it doesn't ca- it, yeah. it doesn't come down. Whatever you do, and then it clicks. You know, you you get out of that stress. You you see your family, your friends. You know, the, there's not. There's not much needed to to do that, you know. That's wild. Well, I hope you get to have some more trips back home. It sounds like it's rejuvenating. Yeah, I'm going really. actually in two and a half weeks, so a lot of racing, then straight back home, and uh, then I'll stay at home till national, so another three weeks. That's awesome. How can people follow along to see? Uh, are you on Instagram at Carl Patrick Loke? Yeah. How do you pronounce your last name? Lauk? Yeah. Cool. I'll put, I'll tag that below. Hey man, this was awesome. I really appreciate your time. This was fantastic. And wish you the best in the races. We're excited to see where you go. Get on the top of the podium. And uh, yeah, if we can help you with anything, let us know. Yeah. Same. Thank you. Thank you for inviting. Dude, anytime. Thanks so much. And we'll be watching and cheering for you. All right. All right. See you later, man. Yeah. Bye.